episode 175. And now, here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution, it's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. And welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. It's the Storyteller Series. Hey, I'm James Kevin O'Connor, your host. Glad to be here with you guys. And by the way, this week, we just landed number one for music podcasts in Japan. All my Japanese friends, oh, it's so good to be in your country. And um, I've been watching you guys come on for the last couple of years and, uh, you know, stacking the cool. Every every week there's more of you guys listening. And thank you so much for supporting this show. And to all those everywhere, we've been hitting the number ones in Canada, the UK, the United States, and my dear friends way down under in Australia. So, uh... Just sending out the love. Keep it going. Send the show to somebody that you love, and uh, hopefully they will appreciate what we do here at this show. But today it's the Storyteller Series, and I've decided to go back and uh, let's take a listen to this wonderful track called Gender Genocide. And I wrote this, um, you know, quite a few years back, and it appeared on the Geography of the Soul album, and it's all about the horrible rate of divorce in the world. So I'm going to open with the lyrics. Gender genocide. Are you a singer-songwriter, author, speaker, or thought leader? Have you been looking for a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency has exactly what you are looking for. Find out how we write and produce big, amazing songs on Music Row for authors, Speakers, thought leaders, and organizations like nonprofit and corporations. We also help singer songwriters and artists by giving them a platform on Dharmic Evolution, a podcast designed specifically to broadcast your global career, now in 71 countries and with more than 161 episodes of artists all over the world from all genres. We know how to reach your target audience. Are you a dreamer like James? Then reach out today to James at the jamesoconnoragency.com and find out how we can help your global career. You girls gossip like we drink vodka. Now we're both talking trash about each other's past. Now you're all right and we're all wrong. I hear the DJ playing. That favorite breakup song. I can clearly see what we've come to be. What made us decide to generate those ties? It's a heartless exercise and it's tearing me inside. It's just DNA colliding. It's gender genocide. So you got a divorce and it was all his fault, of course. Me, I'm spitting anger unloading on a stranger. You're on your 13th Cosmo, and I'm dancing with Jack Daniels. It's a never-ending learning journey I'm not equipped to handle. I can clearly see what we've come to be. What made us decide to generate those ties? It's a heartless exercise, and it's tearing me inside. It's just DNA colliding. It's gender genocide. 
We used to be a perfect painting, etched in colored glass. But we went crashing to the pavement, and we were shattered, then scattered. A trillion tiny shiny memories reflecting through the glass. Shattered, then scattered, as the southern wind came whipping through our tortured, torrid past. Gender genocide. So what is it all about? You know, why is this rampant divorce factor happening like just crazy? It's all over the place. Um, you know, just a few stats here, just pulling up the, um, Google here. Oh, and before I forget, it's Trevor's birthday. My son, yes, Trevor Kevin O'Connor. It's his birthday today. And, um, you know, Trevor is a, a really killer singer-songwriter. Um, if you're in the Austin area you know, you can go see him at, um, what is it, the Funky Monkey? I'm trying to remember some of the places he plays, but he's all over the place uh, down in Austin. So check him out. Uh, Trevor Kevin O'Connor. Just Google him and you can find out where you could see Trevor play. I'm looking for his show here because uh, he was one of my early guests on the uh, Dharmic Evolution. And uh, Trev has come a long, long way since, um, since that show which was, uh, I can't find, there's so many shows here. I'll have to come back to that and g give it to you because it's, it is his birthday, so we have, to, uh, we have to honor that, you know, and make sure that we uh, say hello to Trev. Um, so back to the divorce thing. Um, let me just see. The divorce rate is still in the U.S. really high, 53%, but Spain, Portugal, Luxembourg, the Czech Republic... And Hungary are worse off with divorce rates higher than 60%. Belgium, with the highest divorce rate in, uh, with this data set, it's a staggering 70%. Now, this is from May 25th, 2014. So these are old stats that I just pulled up. I don't know if these have gone up or down, but the lowest official rate is in Chile with 3% divorce rate. So what is it about Chile? I'm thinking it's down by the equator, right? And I knew this doctor years ago who did a lot of studies on this. And what he found out was if you live near the equator, you are naturally healthier and naturally happier. Something about the weather. It's like the human condition responds well to, I guess, really good sunlight and, uh, you know, like people, the opposite extreme, you go to people in Siberia who barely can, you know, I mean, your body is fighting the cold so much that you don't even have much opportunity to be healthy. So uh, I think I'll have to move to Chile, you know, and try it all again. I've been divorced a long time, uh, about 18 years, actually. Um, and uh, everybody that I know... Um, not everybody I know, but many, many people you run into, it's like kind of a, it's so common. Um, a little scary because this was not God's design plan for us. Uh, he wanted the family and the, you know, the family unit, which starts with the man and the woman to stay together and create a family with kids and everything. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but we're going to dig in and, uh, and do a little investigating here. 
Hey, I found uh, Trev's show. For those of you guys who want to check it out, it's DE63. Just go to iTunes and look that up. So, uh, you know, there's no, the divorce is actually illegal in the Philippines. Um, Unless it's changed like very recently, but I didn't know this. I was just surfing around here. And here's, will divorce finally be legalized in the Philippines? Why in the world don't we have divorce in the Philippines? Um, really, um, this is this is new to me. I, I had no idea about this. Um, what people seem to forget is that marriage may indeed be a religious sacrament, but in the eyes of the law, it is first and foremost a civil contract between two parties for now. In the most backward of societies, that means a man and a woman. Hence, there is such a thing such as civil status, single married, widowed, or separated, with separated referring to those whose marriages have been dissolved via the process of legal, not canonical. Canonical? I haven't heard of that before. I guess it's canine. Separation or annulment. And because divorce is still not legal, divorced does not appear as a valid civil status. Wow. Um, so I guess I guess that's kind of crazy. Um, not crazy, but that's their way, I guess. Um, no divorce allowed. Which um, kind of maybe they're honoring God in the way that he designed us to be together, a man and a woman to be together. Um, I don't know. I just, I just don't even understand what, how it got to be. When I was a kid growing up, like it was like the, the most, you know, secretive thing. You were not allowed to get divorced because, you know, the church and everything and, and how you were raised. And it was just a, it was just a, you know, a social no-no. Nobody talked about it. Um, people just didn't, you know, acknowledge it. So it was really, really kind of a, kind of a horrible thing, you know, to have that going on. Let's see, where else here? Maldives, divorces per 1,000 inhabitants, 10.97. Maldives, why? is It's the highest divorce rate in the world, followed by Belarus with a 4.63 and the United States with a 4.34. So why is Maldives the highest divorce rate in the world? We got we to find out about this. What goes on there? Um, why is Maldives... The highest divorce rate in the world. Mr. Google, tell us what's going on there, man. So uh, this is shocking to me. I mean, Maldives is not, you know, not a big country, right? I, I don't know all there is to know about Maldives, but it's an island uh, population. It's in the Indian Ocean and home to one surprising record. Has the highest divorce rate in the world. Average local 30-year-old has already been married and divorced three times and is ready for the fourth. Ironically, it's also a favorite destination for newlyweds looking for romance on their honeymoon. I'm going to just read a little bit of this here. I spoke with a young woman named Humila who told me her story. My first husband was my high school sweetheart. We got married right out of school. We invited people from our village to our house. We got lots of presents. Next day, I moved in with my parents-in-law. After three days, I had an argument with my mother-in-law. She said I was messy, which I was, and a bad cook, which I wasn't, and moody. Well, okay. 
and then I had to shape up and behave. I responded that that was the way I was. I said that she was not my mother and that she'd better get used to it because I was here now. Her son loved me and I was his wife. All right, I got to stop here. Now, wait a minute. First of all, you get married, you don't move in with your in-laws, outlaws, mothers, fathers, sisters. Go and get your own life. You know, it's like, you know, when you live with somebody and you guys all know this, like you got to have like, like have some patience. You know, you have to learn that whole thing because I always say I live by myself and I get sick of me. <laughs> so look, I know somebody else is going to get sick of me. So if you really dig that person, you have to take some time to learn each other and give each other space and let you be you and let her be her and so forth. And you're going to complicate it by adding another layer or two, like one other, two other people. That's that's not a um, that's not an enriched um, ground for creating a foundation of a loving relationship to have a chance. You're just you're complicating it right from the get go. So I I think look, you're going off on your own. You need to just stay you and her. Uh, by yourselves, figure each other out, and you probably should have spent a lot of time together before you even did this. I don't know about the whole moving in thing. I guess it's probably a good uh, ground to test things on. Um, but, you know, there has to be a lot of give and take. So I don't know. So let me just read a little more of this. Of course, I was too aggressive for her, and I was a bit arrogant. They were fishermen, while my family was a family of merchants. Unfortunately, my husband overheard the whole thing. He jumped up from behind a curtain like a circus clown. <laughs> but what he said was not funny. He said, I divorce you. Leave the house. And that's how my first marriage ended after three days and two hours. So this underscores my point. I hadn't read this. I'm just doing this on the fly. So, you know, it's like, okay, let me just finish this off. After her first marriage, Humila studied for two years to become a bookkeeper and later was employed by a shipping company. There she met her second husband. He was 10 years older, already had two children from a previous marriage, the kids with their mother. Humilia and her new husband went to live in a small apartment in the capital, male, and soon after she became pregnant. Within three years, she had three daughters. Then one night, her husband walked in with a friend and said, I divorce you. No reasons given. Humilia has her own theory. It was because of the financial burden of having a family, she says. We were not rich and I could not work, so all of the money he earned was spent on us. So here's another thing. You know, for any of those you guys out there, ladies who have, you know, both sides have had relationships with people who have children from a previous marriage. That is very, very challenging. I think the rate of separation and divorce for the second time is like 70% because it just doesn't work. I mean, I tried to make it work a couple of times and um, it's very, very difficult. It's just very difficult. And uh, I think you have much better chance if you don't have, and I don't like to call kids baggage. It's your own baggage. The kids are the kids. I mean, I love kids and I, you know, I've gotten attached to many kids who other than my own. And that's a very, very complicated and difficult thing to make happen. So, um, 
you know, I don't know what the answer for that is. If, if you're going to do that, I mean, some people have probably done it successfully, but for the most part, the, the odds are stacked against having a successful marriage with previous children from, from another marriage. It's like then the kids, it's hard for them too because do they throw alliance behind the new father or mother and do they feel guilty about, you know, replacing that love and, you know, when the other person is around, it's it's a really complicated issue. And I'm not, you know, I'm not the psychiatrist or psychologist who could figure this stuff out. But I'm just saying from my own personal experience, I've witnessed this and it's really, really hard. So um, I don't know. I think if you can, if you're if you're looking for a relationship, I think you have to make sure that the alignment is there, the opportunity is there, that somebody has to be reasonably available to you and the same on the other side. You have to be reasonably available to each other. And kids are a big, big, um, you know, they're a time suck. I mean, and they need your love and attention. You know, you don't, you don't have time to, so always keep this in mind. If you're going into that, always know you're going to be on the back burner. I don't care what your relationship is. That's the law. You will be always in second or third place. And let me explain what I mean by that, because I've experienced this. Um, when you look out at the most successful marriages, relationships, it's always because the two people involved in the relationship put each other's each other first okay that's that's the mark of a successful relationship and that's the way it's supposed to be but when you have children the girlfriend will always put her children first and you will probably if you're the man in the relationship you have the kids you'll put your children first and that's just the way it is and that's the way it's always going to be so for somebody to say you know, nah, nah, I'm breaking all the stereotypes. This is, I'm going to make this work. This is just going to work because we love each other and this is just the greatest thing. And yeah, in the beginning, it may seem like that, but that's not the way things will roll. Things will always be where the you're going to put the kids first. And that is, you know, you can go along with that for a while, you know, but what happens is, the reason, um, you know, the successful marriages last because, you know, you just know that, well, first of all, they're both your kids. So that's a given. That's an easy one. But kids get up and leave. They grow up. Okay. They go off to school and then they go off and create their own life. So if you're in a committed long-term marriage, um, you got to you gotta remember that you're supposed to be living with that partner the rest of your life. So... You got to focus on each other a little bit too. I mean, the kids are great and you want to focus on that. We all have a soft spot for our children. We'll do anything for them. However, they need to go off and create their own life. And so do you. So let's dig in a little bit more on this subject right after this message. Have you connected with your gratitude today? I think I have something that will help inspire you. It's the brand new release from James Kevin O'Connor. Gratitude, recorded on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee with producer Kim Copeland and team, is James' third full-length album in four years. Ten amazing songs, each one a different story about the emotions, journeys and experiences that you and I have lived. Songs like Dreamer, Jesus Teaches, Tango On and 51 Shades of Grey. 
and of course, the title track, Gratitude. Pick up the brand new CD today with amazing artwork and photography at iTunes, CD Baby and Amazon. Or simply go to jameskevinoconnor.com for your download right now. Send someone that you love a copy of Gratitude today. It might be exactly what they need in their life right now. Gratitude, the new release by James Kevin O'Connor. Okay, let's get back into this subject a little bit here. Um, you know, I'm still, I'm still in the, uh, you know, this country, uh, Maldives, is it? Uh, yeah, it's the Maldives Islands. And, you know, it's like men can have four wives at a time. Now, I know a lot of you guys out there are licking your chops and go, oh, man, that's just awesome. Yeah, it's probably good for about two weeks. And then reality sets in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord. I thought, you know, having one wife was challenging. I got four wives? So anyway, Maldives is a um, tiny little place. The total landmass is only 298 uh, kilometers. The population is tiny, only around 300,000 people. But it has a tremendous amount of islands. It's like 1,200 islands. The country was run for three decades by a dictator called Mamoum Abdul Gayoum. And during his reign, political reform was a dirty word. Islamic law rules public life as in most Muslim countries. So polygamy is legal and men can have four wives at a time. But it doesn't explain the high divorce rate. If it did, other Islamic countries would have equally high divorce rates. So what makes the Maldives different? In other Muslim countries, divorced women are stigmatized and because of that are no longer able to remarry. This is not so in the Maldives. Being divorced has no stigma. Instead, the stigma is associated with being single. Then you're branded and become a social outcast. Something must be wrong with you, right? That's why so many women marry the next possible candidate, who is not always the most suitable one. Result, another divorce. So, you know, this this goes on and on. And, um, you know, there's a lot of information here. I'll just read some of the... Tomato ketchup is provided for taste. So this is what happens at the at the honeymoon celebration or pre-honeymoon celebration. Uh, what it, that night, the couple invited friends and family to the house. Not being rich, it's a watered-down affair. Lemonade from plastic cups and rice on plastic plates. Tomato ketchup is provided for taste. People come, shake hands, hand over a present, eat and leave. Not much of a celebration. Then there's the so-called chain breakers. The high number of marriages and divorces leads to very strange situations unseen and unheard of elsewhere. These are the so-called chain breakers. Although it is not a job as such, it's certainly a way to generate some extra income. It works like this. It's common for a man to divorce and remarry his wife for no reason other than to show that he's angry with her. Maldivian law, however, prohibits a man from marrying the same woman for a fourth time in a row. This is nuts. This is where the chain breaker comes in. He marries the woman and spends one night with her as Sharia law prescribes, divorcing her the next day. This allows her initial husband to remarry her for the fourth time. 
Chain breakers are held in high esteem because they provide a valuable service and can be trusted not to force the woman to have sex, to which they have a legal right. These complicated situations are common and can be found in all ranks and classes of the population. The then president of the Maldives, Mr. Gayoum, asked one of his ministers to act, act as a chain breaker after he divorced his wife for the third time, and nobody thought it was strange. I don't understand this at all. I mean, what what is up with that? If you if you dig this woman, why are you divorcing her four times and then organizing a method to get her back after the fourth time? I, I'm totally confused on this. Um, really, really, really strange. Very, very strange. So it's very complex. It's a big mess. Um, you know, we've we've got lawyers on top of lawyers on top of lawyers just handling these divorce situations because the, when the complexities uh, that revolve around these relationships with the law, which is crazy, we can't figure anything out on our own anymore. We need lawyers for everything. It's just a mess. And that's why I wrote the song Gender Genocide, because it, it was apparent that, you know, man and woman have kind of turned on each other and... You know, one of the things that, that occurred to me was you shouldn't be trashing your ex. And, you know, I, and that's part of the gender genocide is, you know, well, you girls gossip like we drink vodka. And people are always out, you know, bending each other ear about how she did so well and she got over on, on her ex-husband and she's making so much money and got a good settlement or he did the same to her. And it just seems like really really bad because this is a person that you at one time was was crazy about and were in love with and maybe you had children with that person so i don't think it's a, a good idea to celebrate your anger in such a way that you're turning on that person and all the memories that you had okay so it didn't work out time to move on um, don't be carrying your rage to the grave. Hey, that's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. Rage to the grave. Um, you know, get over it, get over it. And especially if you have children, get over it for their sake, because that woman is still the mother of your children, or that man is still the father of your children. If you have children, so you should respect, honor that and appreciate that and just kind of move on. So anyway, the gender genocide was just my way of observing like when I go out and, uh, you know, I'll sit and I'll have a beer in a bar and I'll just eavesdrop. I just listen to people. And sure, I got caught up in a little bit of that when, you know, when I first separated and probably was guilty of those sins myself. But it comes a time of reckoning that you say, what are you doing? You're turning on yourself. This is not, this is not the right way and the right path uh, to choose. So, I just would counsel everybody listening to this. If you're in that situation, don't go that route. Don't go and turn on uh, what is maybe part of or still your family. Don't do that. And don't um, tarnish those memories because there's probably a lot of good ones you're just not paying attention to. So with that said, why don't we get over and... Um, and listen to gender genocide in just a moment. But a couple of things I want to just mention to you guys before we do. If you have not yet taken advantage of the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page, go over there, check it out. Um, if you're an artist, put up your content. If you'd like to put up a video, uh, a song, 
you know, you're playing a gig somewhere, anything you got going on, or you just want to stop by and say hello, you can post your content on there. It's put up there for other singer, songwriters, musicians, musical artists. Um, please, if you're not that, please don't be putting your business stuff that has no relation to the musical world at all. Um, some people have been doing that. It's, it's for you artists out there. That's what the page exists for. So I encourage anybody to take advantage and uh, be part of the Dharmic Evolution community. Um, support other artists around the world. Also, if you're digging this show, and people are because we've been hitting these great spots on iTunes, uh, number ones, like I said earlier, Japan, Canada, the U.S., um, you know, for podcast music shows, and Australia and the U.K., been in and out the last uh, number one in the last three or four weeks so it's been really exciting and thank you guys for supporting one other thing you can do for the show please go to itunes subscribe rate and review the show i'd really really appreciate it, it means the world to us when you do that and lastly if you're looking for help you're looking for coaching reach out to me james at the james o'connor agency.com i can help you with life transition I can help you with media coaching, and I can help you with podcast training. All three of those I'm really good at. So if you need my help, reach out to me. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Gossip like we drink vodka. Now we're both talking trash about each other's past. Now you're all right, and we're all wrong. I hear the DJ playing that favorite breakup song. Clearly see what we've come to be. What made us decide to generate those ties? It's a heartless exercise, and it's tearing me inside. It's just DNA colliding. It's gender genocide. So you got a divorce. And it was all his fault, of course And me, I'm spitting anger Unloading on a stranger You're on your 13th Cosmo And I'm dancing with Jack Daniels It's a never-ending learning journey I'm not equipped to handle I can clearly see what we've come to be What made us decide To generate those ties It's a heartless exercise And it's tearing me inside It's just DNA colliding It's gender genocide We used to be a perfect painting Etched in colored glass But we went crashing to the pavement 
just DNA. 